It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, Tyvis Powell, Jason Lloyd. Plus, you're loving him, Mikey McNuggets. And so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show starts now. Booyah! Canceled today. What? Canceled. White. Are you serious? Yes. You know what? This is a this is a tragedy. I'm stolen. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of tragedy. Yeah, he did. You know what I mean? That's a travesty. That's a tragedy. Listen, this is ridiculous that these kids continuously miss. You do you know how many blizzards I walk to school? Yeah, but that's not true. I'm about sick. You know it is. Why are we behind it? COVID set us back in education. We need to be there every single day. Dang, Councilman Tyler. Yeah, no kidding. I'm sorry. First of all. Well, you were just in high school like six years ago. He just went to the curriculum. Number two, our education as a system is a failure because of the politicians more than COVID. Oh, that's how y'all go start. Are we not behind right now? Can these <laughs> our whole country's behind. Can these kids afford? We're like the dumbest country in the world. Can these kids afford to miss a day of school? Yes. Oh, please, boy. You just with uh, the kids. A lot of kids in the city, you know they got to take a bus to school. It's do you dangerous. know what walking in the snow does for a kid? Nothing. Nothing. That's it builds character. Human. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it builds character. That's what I'm talking about. It builds frostbite. That's Tyler Crawford would you be would never where you are to today if you didn't walk to school in blizzards? No. Yes. You know what? To be honest with you, my mother did a really good job with me because my mother. I'll, I'll second so, that. So my mother had this thing where, like, when I was in preschool, she would always be like, Tyler, do you want to go to school today? I said no. She'd be like, okay, you don't have to go to school. But once I got to kindergarten, it wasn't an option. You, you're going to school. Sure, attendance is so, so from kindergarten to the day I graduated high school, 12th grade, I never missed a day of school. I didn't care what the kids No, that's not was. true. I swear to God. I you swear to God. You never missed I a day. I never missed wow. school. I had perfect attendance. I had perfect attendance all for So you went to school sick nerd. and got other people you, sick? Yes. My no, mother, that's not good. Because my mother would tell you. Well, your mother was wrong. This what my, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't go there. Mama said, Mama said. <laughs> no, no, my mother would you're say, my mother would good. say, if you're sick and you're really that sick, They'll send you back home and I'll come get you. Mm. But she would, if, wow. I told her, if I told her I was sick, she wouldn't, she'd think she, I'm lying. Tyvis, that is some next level parenting. So my mother was like, if you really, mom, that, if mom, you really that sick, they'll call me and I'll come pick you back up. I hate it when, when my mom said you were sick, she, she implemented one of the most gross rules of all time. Mm. If you didn't go to school, you couldn't watch TV. Yeah, I had the same thing. <laughs> you couldn't play no video games. You couldn't be on the phone. You couldn't even go outside on the sidewalk. So I just started saying, bro, like, you know, if I can make it to midday, I listen, I might as well just make it to halfway and do what I want to do. But I'm not going to be at the home our house just quarantined, like, mm. looking around. And for some reason, I felt like she made terrible meals when I was sick. Mm. Like, she you, did that on purpose. Yeah. Like, or, cold soup. You know what you <laughs> Should have went and got that. Hey, they're serving hot soup at the school, school cafeteria. But I feel like I feel the like roads are treacherous out there. Yes, they are. Yeah, they're bad. Yeah, yes. make sure you guys. Y'all be they're safe really bad there. on the east side. I, I went from Chagrin to Strongsville, Strongsville to Cleveland. Serves you right for living on the east side. Chagrin. <laughs> but I gotta tell you, man. I woke up this morning and it was absolutely a postcard. I don't it's like that, that heavy snow that sticks on all the tree branches. It looked like a freaking postcard. It I was, was like, what I don't like this? Boy. boy, what are you trying to say? Because I'm from the east side, too. <laughs> I'm saying the east side gets more snow. You know no, you know that? No. It's always been I'm okay way. with it. East side. You got to be careful. <laughs> I don't know. The, I'm from Canton. I didn't know the east or the west. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and I, woke, <laughs> I woke up this morning, and, and my wife drives like she's like 96 with two. Like she has a booster chair. Yeah. And she got a little hand yeah. all up on the steering wheel. Steering, 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 Rosie Bush on, on, on the license plate. Yeah, well, it, babe, babe, 
that it is very snowy outside, only go 25. Yeah. <laughs> if you're how, on how long did it take you? Man, like, you come east side too. Man, like 45, 50 minutes. I want everybody, yeah. I want all our viewers to know that I live in Columbus. And what was I, your commute time? And today? I was first here today. I you left, were. I left you the were. house at 8 o'clock. I got here at 10 17. Oh, so it didn't really take it, you much longer than that. I had a 17 minutes to the drive. Wow, mm. that's not bad at all. Tell me, well, that it means, wasn't snowing down by Columbus. No, right? it wasn't. Actually, yeah, I was shocked. No. I got all the way to Medina, and I was like, okay, yeah. here. That's the line. This well, you're usually the first one here on when. Well, sometimes I beat you, but that's it on you when beat, you're here. You've beaten me maybe twice. Mm. Tyvis is pretty consistently the yeah, first one here. Yeah, he's consistently the first one here. You know, it's that mom always that's told what you, I, too, you have to be punctual. exactly. Punctual, on time. Busy show today. Some injury news yesterday. I got to tell you, the level of skepticism that was flying around in the sports department upstairs yesterday, <laughs> Channel 3, was off the charts. First of all, I've, I've decided that our head coach, Kevin Stefanski, could teach a master class in propaganda and how to handle the media with a one or two sentence answers. Well, it was one of the craziest news conferences we got, I've ever seen from him. We got... The whole, a whole town full of them. Chris Antonetti is like that. Mike Chernoff is like that. Andy They're good. Barry. But I they think Stefanski is anything. the best. He is, so? a, it, was, it was a mind-blowing Wait a minute. experience. He, he had a bump in the road this season. He That's did. true. The he Deshaun did. Watson thing. But he's back on the middle of the lane, and he's <laughs> going 100, and he's staying in his lane. Well, they probably pulled Hey, let me talk to you, Kevin. You I don't know about that. One time you got. Yeah. You got no, one he time. Got, he didn't because if Miles Garrett now doesn't play on Sunday – People are going to, uh, certainly not me, but people are going to make comments. Probably not as much because it's not Deshaun Watson. But he he said it's just a pain tolerance thing. And it's, he so, said it's day-to-day, too. Yeah. Which is exactly what he said about Deshaun Watson for weeks. And then so. it made Deshaun Watson look bad when he didn't play. Hey, but, but but before you say that, McNuggets, I'm going to let you know right now. I ain't, for, I ain't for getting after people, but I'm all for cancellation culture. If you coming out here talking about Miles Garrett, don't want to play, I'm, I'm going to do everything in my power. You know there's going to be a few idiots that say that. Well, we know everything in my power. If somebody says that, every, you guys, need to really look yourself in the You got to go. Yeah, you're, not, you're not in base no more. Guys, I know Deshaun Watson's an easier target, but look how many <laughs> even former players said stuff about it. They're him. not going to say that. About, Miles I, Garrett went out there with one arm and I, finished the game. I hear you. But there will be well, probably and he not played players. played that way last year. There yeah. will be fans, some fans that will say it, and you know it. They, and, they, and I'm going to look for them. Yeah. And I'm going to shame them. And, and I'm going to show up with their shots. Yes. If they, they say that, they lose all credibility. Uh, I'm going to read from Mike. Yeah. Because he's yeah, I'll toss it right back to you guys in one sec. But as the weather gets colder, as the streets get icier, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel, and that never changes. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets. With any winning $5 money line bet, that's 150 bucks if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time than right now to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use, and they have a wide range of betting options, including spreads, which, by the way, the Browns are four-and-a-half-point underdogs as of this morning on FanDuel in Los Angeles to take on the Rams this Sunday. You could also bet on player props, over-unders, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS to kick off the NFL season. That is FanDuel.com slash UCSS. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL, an official partner of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Back to you guys. All right, great. Um... Uh, quickly, we're going to dive right back into this injury stuff. Mary Kay is going to be here. Hopefully, she has some nuggets that she's dug up on her own from things outside of the news conference yesterday at 4. Bernie's going to be here. We're also going to talk Flacco confidence. We'll break out our Flacco confidence meter, <laughs> 1 to 10. Where are we that he can get the job done? All that and so much more. But the, it, it, this, we'll keep it going on the Browns injury news. Uh, Miles Garrett, Amari Cooper, Elliott, day-to-day. This according to... Uh, Kevin Stefanski yesterday, the MRI showing no structural damage on Garrett's shoulder. That's good news. It, it, guys, it kind of feels like we're back to where we were last year with him when we also were told that he couldn't raise his left arm. He needed help putting his shirt on. He missed, I think, just one game last year after the car accident. The Falcons game. And then played through it, but clearly was not himself. Yeah. Are you buying that that these all these injuries are day-to-day and that these guys – obviously. The quarterbacks and protocol, so there's no way we could judge that. But are you buying that these guys are day to day and likely to play on Sunday? Uh well, Miles is likely to play because of who Miles is. Because he's Miles. Garrett. Yeah, Miles is going to go out there as long as he's got a heartbeat. He's going out there, which he said in the post game interview. He said as long as he can play, 
I think it was actually Mary Kay who said mm-hmm. she was like, if you, if you, even if doctors tell you you shouldn't play, are you gonna play? He said, I've heard that before, and I still went out there and played. So Miles yeah. is probably gonna be out there. Uh, and when they say day to day for him, uh, he's gonna play regardless. I don't know. I think it might be a little bit more serious because once you hear a pop, like that's that's different. Yeah. So it's not like a tug or anything. So I I don't <laughs> know the severity of it. It's gonna be something. Obviously. His shoulder's already been messed up. As we can see from these pictures, he's already gotten tape on it and everything like that. So I, I think it's just going to be a little bit more weaker. The thing is, if Miles is out there, whether he's 100% or not, offensive coordinators still have to respect him. You 95's out there, I'm not about to risk not putting a double team on Sure. Him. So that still frees up everybody. That The rest of that D-line is going to have to pull their weight now. Like yeah. he's a, he, Right but now, it, I think it, he's a decoy right now. But it's hard. If you have a limited Miles Garrett and still, I'm assuming at this point, Denzel Ward's not going to play again this week. He, I be, guess. he better. We'll, we'll see. We, we need to ask him about Miles. We need about, him in the worst way. I, no, I don't think so. We I, I guess we'll know more tomorrow, we but not till tomorrow afternoon when yeah. they practice. But the, the bottom line is you're, you're affected in all three units. Your best defensive lineman is either not going to play or more likely going to play injured. Your best linebacker, Anthony Walker, although I guess some would argue JOK, but I'll say Anthony Walker is their best linebacker. He's a, we don't know about him because he didn't play last right. week. And obviously your best DB didn't play last week. We don't know. So, yeah, it's great that there's no structural damage. And, yeah, <laughs> I, I, like you guys, I'm going to assume that Miles Garrett's going to play this week because we know he's tough as nails. But we saw it, as you referenced, Jay, last year he wasn't the same player. No. He's not going to be as good. Uh, but I guess we don't know. Yeah, would Last you, year was a different injury. If you were the offensive coordinator, would you still double Of course. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. Okay. So, to your point, and, and it's a good point, even if he's limited, he's a good decoy to help the other linemen get free because yeah. you're still going to pay attention to 95 if he's on the field. It's time It's time to, um, you know, enact a G14 classified plan for Miles Garrett. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, what's that? <clears throat> this is called, G-T- this is, this is called uh, Catch Me If You Can. It was a good movie with Tom Hanks. Great movie. Great movie. Look, great movie. Go watch that. <laughs> I, Miles Garrett don't even need to be on the, on, on, on us in a stance, Tyrus. He don't even need to be in so a stance. So you're going to stand up? Stand no. Up. He, I, every play. He can do every play. He can just do what he wants. Just stand up he, and just run around. Do what he wants. Look, he's put him in the middle. Put you, him on left. Put him wanna, on right. Wherever he wants to rush. Okay, so this is the thing with that though. Okay, he's got a left shoulder injury. If you put him in the middle, like they gonna chip that. They well, gonna pow hit that well, shoulder. And we, gonna, we're not asking them. We just well, they're gonna hit it no matter what. We, well, we, but you can protect it more on the if outside. You're, if you're if yeah. you're lining up on the outside, on the outside and you keep yeah. that shoulder on the outside. Right. Yes. We we, we giving him basketball stances, pump fakes, triple threat, step back game, <laughs> uh, uh, whatever he wants Between to do. The legs dribble. But yeah, all that. Like that. You gotta break the glass. We don't want him. You should not know where he is. Everybody else flow off of what he's doing because if you standing up. <laughs> If you standing up, you ain't gotta rip like that. You could just get by somebody by just being like, okay, so I'm they, best. Should, they should run the one five five. Yes, oh, I would. One, yeah, yeah. one defensive tackle, yes. everybody, everybody else standing else up, everybody <laughs> yeah. yeah. stand up, like all of them, like and, and figure it out. Because here, you, you don't put them in a strategic or standpoint standstill right there. People always say, look, he's fallen off after the last couple of years after like game twelve or game ten or eleven or whatever case. That's may the be. stat going around. Man, look. That's, be- that, that's because they got three guys on him. Yeah, I would too. After he had 13 sacks, I'd be like, look, I- I'm going to put a tail back on you. I got a tight end on you. I got to, we slide that way. The Broncos did a great job of that. Yes, they, they did. were yeah. using, they had him getting chipped by everybody every, on every play. Every much. play. And sometimes even Jim Schwartz, sometimes even coordinators, it is very intoxicating when you have a defensive line that can get home just by rushing for and doing nothing, nothing big. It's demoralizing. It. Yes, it is. Like, and you can do a lot of things in the back end because you're you're afforded that opportunity. But you also have to understand that, yeah, it's intoxicating for me, and it's really good. It, it really feels good to just put, rush forward and do this basic stuff. 
but it wears you guys down. They know where you're coming from. Yeah. Now, today, he might have to go back and reinvigorate and pull some of the stuff off the playbook, dust that off, and say, we, we got we got to have basketball Miles Garrett. Ha, has Miles moved from that end spot since, like, what was that game? The Cincinnati? Not much. Not, not much. much. No. Like not much. I feel like the last few weeks he hasn't moved at all. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen the three defensive line. I, I haven't seen the, 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 I call it the Greyhound package. Yeah. I, I haven't seen Ogbo, uh, Zadarius Smith, Miles Garrett. Uh, and, and, and uh, what's it, his name? Um, 91. Tomlinson? No, Tom, Alex, yeah, yeah, Alex yeah, yeah. We, we haven't seen those, the, the four defensive end pass rush. We've been basically getting Miles yeah. Garrett on the end, and they double it. I wonder if he's maybe been, you talked about he already had something on his shoulder. Yeah. I wonder if he's been dealing with some minor stuff in that Every, shoulder already. Everybody's dealing with right? something. And maybe that's why? I don't know. The I, person that I think, not to get off of miles, but the person that I think kind of looks different to me for the last couple of weeks, and I could be wrong, maybe it's because it's a new quarterback. Smith? But no, Amari Cooper, oh. man, I just it's so oh. he just looked offense. totally different to me. In what way? Like I, it's just like he's not. I mean, I didn't recognize the drop. No, no, not the drop. It's just like with with Deshaun, it was like he would have these big games, he would create these separations, but like. With him, with DTR, it's not like that happening mm. for somebody. And I, I know Amari Cooper's one of those guys that he, he, he gets hurt, but he won't never say anything. But you can always tell when he's feeling some type of injury because he's not explosive. Right. And he's Is not. Is it possible that good quarterbacks throw wide receivers open more often? And maybe I mean, yes, that's that. true, but it's a it's a timing thing with him, though. Right. He wins his routes at a certain time, and you just got to know to get the ball. Him and Deshaun had that chemistry down. I, I maybe with DTR, he just haven't found it. But it yeah. was sometimes he was open, and DTR didn't throw him the ball. But so, it, yeah. in fairness, Tyvis, there's only been two games here. I true. Mean, I played earlier in the season. Well, he but got hurt this last game. I mean, that's why I bring it up some more. Right. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Cooper was a, not really much of a factor in this game before mm-hmm. he got hurt. And now, we're, you know, he's day-to-day, supposedly, too, with the ribs. Has anybody and, had ribs, by the way? I have injury? not. Have they're not, not broken, I, yeah, but I'm not yeah. there's a lot ribs. of ligament. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Things that can go wrong in the and and it's just very painful. You, I've always heard extremely yeah. painful. That's why I asked yeah, you guys yeah. because that's one of those things that you know to breathe can hurt. Yeah. So I wonder you know where his threshold is, where his tolerance is now. Be I, like you said, we'll yeah. get the practice report on Wednesday and we'll see who goes. I, I would guess there's going to be a number of big names on that report and guys that <laughs> don't practice. Probably. You, you know, Tyvis, one thing I I, I went in all twenty two came out and it just seems like. Um, Amari Cooper's not running. Kevin Stefanski with the with the other quarterbacks is running a lot of stick plays. Mm-hmm. He loves he loves spacers and floods and sticks. So it's just you know you go downfield, turn around six seven yards, and hopefully DTR sees you. He's not running really any of the deep comeback stuff. He's not running your your classic okay. Let's throw a fifteen yard dig. I ain't seen a post or a corner in years. Is it to keep it simple? For the <laughs> yeah, I think. That's I mean, yeah, that's gotta be. I did see is. troubling. I saw two receivers in the exact same vicinity in the end zone route. Oh, you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I didn't understand that. <laughs> and what is Elijah Moore doing? That was a fade. That was fade for the middle receiver, Tyvis. You know what play that was. It was a high, it was a high fade. That's what it's called. So why the heck is he sitting dilly dallying over there playing around? Trying to make a play. See, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> he, he, know, he, like, he was, listen, listen, Elijah, that, that, Elijah, that, that, Elijah he, listen to me. He's become his apology. Listen, no. no that no, wasn't even the route. Listen, just, that even, wasn't even the let route. Let me talk to Elijah Moore for a second. Talk to him. Elijah, listen to me. I don't know what you got going to home from first to third quarter, 
But you got to figure something out. Now the fourth quarter, you money. I, I don't know what you what it is in the fourth quarter, but to close money's the game, a little strong. But. No, he be he, the boy. The boy is bad. Can we the call boy be cents and not dollars in so, terms of money. So he don't make plays in the fourth quarter. How many plays? I'm not ready to say he's a fourth quarter playmaker. Mike, we got to look up Elijah Moore fourth quarter statistics. I have the numbers right here. Let's hear it. Ready? Let's hear it. Tell him. Okay. Tell him, Big Nuggets. Divis caught some balls. <laughs> I bet you he has under a hundred quarter playmaker as he takes one seventy five. He's, he's the guy that gets open in the. I bet he doesn't okay. even have one hundred and fifty fourth quarter yards. Let's find out. Bull. Yeah. You are correct. Yes. Money, huh? How many yards does he have he in, the fourth quarter? in the fourth 144. quarter? One hundred forty four. Oh, okay. So in in how well, the Browns have played eleven games. Eleven, 11 games. games. Yeah. So that's about ten yards a quarter. A fourth quarter. <laughs> That's not a playmaker. No. It's, it's not, and how many it's, touchdowns? It's Does he have any touchdowns in the fourth quarter? One. Too late. <laughs> he has one. What's his total? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold up. I, I apologize. Yeah. It's 151. Oh, ah! 151. <laughs> that's, that's about 13 yards. That's fine. So here's, here's his quarter by quarter split. His quarter by quarter split. I want to average out to 52 yards. Here we go. Here's his quarter by quarter split. Go ahead. He has 80 yards in the first quarter, 95 yards in the second quarter. 90 yards in the third quarter and 151 yards. So in the he is picking quarter. up. So it his is production. his best quarter. You were right about that. But it's certainly not a playback. I mean, 13 yeah. yards. Listen, he is the guy to go to in the fourth quarter. No, I bet you Amari Cooper's got more than 150. What's Amari fourth Cooper's quarter? fourth quarter yards, McNuggets? If you I'll look it up in one second. That's not. Well, just, the, the difference is. No Browns receivers have big fourth quarter minute. numbers. Let me get back. Let me. Let me I bet you Njoku has more fourth quarter <laughs> yards. Amari Cooper in the fourth quarter, two hundred twenty-six yards. There you go. I mean, that's not amazing either. So, no, but. it's not. <laughs> so let me. So, so this is imagine this. Imagine this, America. We were sold on this new shiny, high flying, high octane offense. Premium. You put only premium what, gas in this it? luxury offense. And this 95 octane or higher. Yeah. That's it. I can't tell you. He's running on low grade 82. What do they do? Like what routes do they run? This, this is not a new offense. Actually, I I I I wager that the <laughs> offense was more complex running bootlegs with Baker than this. I agree with well, that. Well, you, you got a rookie quarterback. That, I mean, what are you going to do at this point? Hey, bro, I, I look, they was liked it him. not was it not high power when Deshaun was in there for the not really. That's just the two games. That's no, it wasn't high power. No, it was serviceable. He had two hundred eighty-nine yards. By the other game standards, it was high power. Okay, a high power to me is three hundred seventy-five passing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, that's what high power. High is. Three, we hate three eight. We're never going to see that. I'm gonna, just, I'm gonna let y'all know right now. That's with crazy. The, with the that's Cleveland Browns. Our, we don't 300 say we don't do that. Times we don't game. do that. We, then, we run the ball. We but, ran. We threw it 42 times Sunday. <laughs> we had 100. We got a backup quarterback here. But we still <laughs> throw the ball. Maybe maybe you shouldn't throw it 42 times. <laughs> I agree with that. Uh, well, I they, agree they with they that. They threw it a lot of times. You were here <laughs> yesterday. So what was your thought on the mix? Uh, my thought on the, the on play the call. mix. They should have ran the ball. But you know, Kevin Stefanski got this thing where he wants oh. to he wants to throw to open oh. up the run. So, you know, that's and it worked. If you pull his mask off, it, Don Coriel. It did work. But I felt like when it was. Don Coriel's like the guy from uh, from uh, 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 Scooby-Doo. When they pull off the mask, I would have got away with it if it weren't for you meddling kids. <laughs> like, when it was 12 to 17 and they ran the reverse. Like, I, at that point, that I felt Jim like they should have ran playbook. the ball. Yes. Like, run the ball. It's, tw- it's 12 to 17, the fourth quarter. I think P.J. Walker's 12 to 17. in. 17. Who read from 17 to 12? What, what, what kind of 12 and 17? 12 what are you, an eight-year-old kid? 12 to 17. You always <laughs> lead with the bigger <laughs> numbers. <laughs> ridiculous, man. What is wrong with y'all? The snow got y'all messed up Did you also say, today. like, 21 to zero? <laughs> you only, do, you only no. do that with pitchers. He's five and eight. Can I tell my story? <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> 17 to 12. Sorry. Yeah. We was down 17 to 12, and I felt like, why not run the ball? There's 12 minutes left in the game. P.J. Walker's in. Let's yeah. protect everything. Running the ball is what they're weak at. You actually successful. Jerome Ford's got, what, 64 yards with nine carries. Keep running the ball and run down, run down their throat. You're running the clock out. So if yeah. you do go and score, they don't have that much well, time. Well, it wasn't to run. Back. It was just a trick play. Right? But like I said, I, I talked to Jason about this. Let me, let me put my defensive cap on. Okay, so as a safety, yeah. all right, 
I look at everything from a defensive mind. If you go back and you watch this play, which you got that on tag board. We ran. Oh, it's coming right yeah. now. Okay, so you, I got you. Bro. So if you look at this play, remember, I play safety. The first thing I'm going to look at is why is Elijah Moore at running back? That's Elijah, exactly Elijah right. Moore hasn't played, hasn't gotten a handoff since like week two or three of the season. So right now I'm like, all right, some BS is going on. The next thing I'm going to look at is why the in the world is Pierre Strong at the X wide receiver? That man ain't never played wide receiver a day in his life, and let alone outside wide receiver. So now I'm like, all right, now really something's going on on this play. So at that point, the whole defense should be on high alert for some trickery play <coughs> on this play. To me personally, when I looked at it, I think PJ Jones, shout out to you, PJ, it was my teammate in San Francisco. Uh, when I, when PJ Jones did this play, obviously Wyatt Teller and whoever the right tackle is because they rotate all the time. I can't tell who it is. They was to let their guys go and they was going to pin the linebacker. PJ Walker was going to probably put a set of basketball pick on the defense and it was going to get around. Right. But I think PJ Jones makes this play because he swam outside when they drew this play up. You know, they thought that a defensive tackle would see Elijah Moore and he knifed he knife it. He go sure. inside a yeah. Wyatt Teller. If he goes inside Wyatt Teller strong or come around the end, he won't be able to catch him. Well, but I think that. him going outside a Wyatt Teller on that swim move blew it up. Kind of he fell into the play. I don't think he meant to do it. I just think he kind of fell into oh, this play. I, see I think, uh, I think he did mean to do no, it. I think he just kind of, I think he was just making his best move. It's not on that version. <laughs> what I would like to see is what was going on pre-snap on the defensive side. Were there guys pointing to they strong better. out on the, out on the well, wing? Listen, my boy Justin Simmons is there. Justin Simmons, one of the best safeties in the, in the league. I, he studies stuff like that. They knew so it was going to know for it. a fact. I would, I would like to see what traffic hey. was being directed. Hey. And what motions were being yeah, made? It, it's obvious. Like, why not, would you? Like, if you flip the two, maybe if you put Elijah Moore at the X and Pierre Strong at running back, like, all right, that's regular. But my, why in the world is Elijah Moore? And why is Pierre regular. Strong at why? wide receiver? That you never that, do that. See, yeah. that's the thing. Like, high school kids know that. High school know that. Like, if you don't line up that way, I they not, might not know that. It's about oh, paying oh, attention to detail. No, no, no. <laughs> if you study tape they, of the opponent, if you study tape, year, you know. That's all you, know, you, you know. That it's an irregular alignment. I that's like to all know. you there, have. There to, should be flags going. I like that to is know your if job. You, if Pierre Strong lined up at wide receiver at any given time, never. That's what I'm saying. I don't hey, think bro. so. Yeah, I, 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 I just, you know, here and here's the thing with all, all these injuries. I, I, I we want to say this. Hopefully, we could take a snapshot of this for all the Browns fans out there. Every offseason, we're going to do this exercise, right? <laughs> we do it. We're gonna, it's going to happen again. Somebody's going to be available. You're going to see it. That is a name of somebody that played once upon a time that used to be good. You're going to say, we don't need any names because we have so-and-so <laughs> already Lawson, here. I'll tell you, or Leonard, Shaq Leonard. When we're sitting here right now, if you got Pierre Strong running reverses, you don't have anybody. You don't have any receivers. You have one receiver, really. So when we get to the offseason, I would love for you not to tell me, G. Bush, we got DPJ. Oh, I forgot. He's no, oh, I forgot. <laughs> G. Bush, when, we don't. When, when Andre, when, when, when uh, uh, Hopkins is available. Oh, no, no, no. We don't need that. We, we got exactly what we need. <laughs> and by the way, it's not just a game. It, it, you got to understand, you can't cry about not having depth if you automatically say and believe in your head that all your players are going to be in the season completely healthy, you have to build your roster for depth so that you can, when, when Amari Cooper go out and say, I got so-and-so to step up in, in here and do something. But it's going to come. On the offseason, I'm going to remind you this. We're so banged up right now. We're so well, banged up. Well, that's because in the offseason, every fan base convinces themselves that's, that every player on their team is great. Yes. And in some cases, better than they actually are. In and, many cases. And that was it. But ultimately, it's not the fans' fault. The Browns didn't sign DeAndre Hopkins. It's Andrew Berry's fault. And, he, you know, he did it for whatever reason. Financial reasons. You know. I, well, usually. Who knows? Has we, we haven't really signed anybody. Like, no. Jason's insisting. They're trying to roll that money. They're trying to protect what every They signed the play, a lot of guys this offseason. No. <laughs> no. I'm talking no, about no, after During that. the season. Yeah, during the season. Once well, the season they signed started. Flacco. He's yeah, on a minimum a deal, price. probably. Well, who's signing during the season that's not on a minimum deal? Like, who signed? D-Hop. 
That wasn't during the season. That was before the season. Right, but I'm saying that's why they didn't sign him because he was worth money. Like yeah. I know that, but it, but the Browns spent plenty of money in the offseason. They just didn't spend it on wide no, receivers. Well, I'm, no, I'm saying at that point, yeah. they had their team kind of set. D-Hop right. came out like towards training camp. Yeah. Right? And I think that they had like, all right, this is our team. They went right. into OTAs like, this is our team. They made a couple of more <laughs> moves, got Elijah Moore. I also think it was they thought Elijah Moore – was going to well, I mean, be much better than every he highlight we've seen from the Browns practice. He was him and, and he has was going at it. It's All right, Anthony. All right, Anthony. Schwartz. Sorry, bro. <laughs> well, this That's brings us right nuggets. into a Joe Flacco discussion. But first, FanDuel is America's number one sports book. And even though the weather is getting colder outside, the NFL offers on FanDuel are staying red hot. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets. With any winning $5 money line bet, that's 150 bucks if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. The app is simple to use, and you can bet on everything, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL, an official partner of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. We had this same-game parlay from Black Friday sent to us from Derek Waldmiller. He turned a dollar into $71 with this five-game, nice. five-part same-game parlay. Tyree Kill over five-and-a-half receptions, over 60 receiving yards. Bryce Hill over 25 rushing yards, a Raheem Moster anytime touchdown, and a Miami defense <laughs> anytime Hall. touchdown, which turned into that 99-yard Hill Mary turned fail Mary. So shout-out to Derek Waldmeyer for turning a dollar yeah. into 72. If you have a winning fan duel ticket, make sure you guys tweet it at us as well. McNuggets, Mike, I you, you I screwed up his uh, first name and last name. Derek Waldmiller. No, Whoa. Brees Hall. You said Bryce Hill. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, my bad. Sorry. Brees is a stud. That, that's a bad job. By, by the way, two injuries we didn't Bryce mention, Hill. and one will lead us to Joe Flacco. We, I think we mentioned Jordan Elliott, but in, in the past years, it wouldn't yeah. matter that he was hurt. No, Because he stunk, now. but he's played well this year. Yeah. And, of course, DTR, who we talked a lot about yesterday, and, you know, it, that's going to lead to maybe Flacco starting. By the way, Kevin Stefanski was asked about who's going to start, and I – Stunner here. He was very deceptive. Uh, he well, didn't give a I, I mean, and I can understand that because on the court with with protocol, it's. I mean, you're. That's at the, fine, but he could have said. But he could have said, "Hey, if DTR can't Between go, we PJ. are going to start." Oh, that's yeah, that's player gone. That's well, listen, listen I agree with you. Yeah. There's, and you said this yesterday. Yeah. I can't see PJ anymore. <laughs> no, I can't. God. No, I can't. No. Titus, I'm not kidding. <laughs> no. I, give me Harrison Bryant. So, <laughs> give, give, I don't care. I can't see him anymore. Bring Josh Cribbs back. Let's Bring go. Bring him back. Can you, can you imagine Harrison Bryant in the gun talking about pizza, pizza? Okay, okay. Is it, is it, I, mean, I think that's a foregone conclusion. I, I would hope. I, you would think that he would have said it, but yeah. if it's not Joe Flacco. Oh, my God. I don't, you're going to have a revolt in this city. How does it – you know what? PJ, no. let me talk to you, man. PJ, let me talk to you. No, you got to work on your ball security, dog. Like – you can't immediately come in the game and just be getting ripped. Like, give me that. He be getting. He Did be you watch get... the Monday night game though last night? Yes. Both quarterbacks did it multiple times. The defense has done a tremendous job of, and it's always been a thing, but it seems like more this year, they're stripping the ball out all the time. Uh, they don't care it's about like, That's you. almost their number one priority. Punch it out, strip it out. They're careless. Hell, I think there were four or five quarterback fumbles last yeah. night alone. Do you know, and this is this is back in my NFL days, you know when the most uh, time where you should punch at the ball, where they, you probably get a fumble like 90% of the Where's time. Where's that? Is when the running back or whoever's got the ball is falling down to the ground. That's when they're happening. Right. That's a lot of them. Because they put like they lean forward and you just punch it. Yeah. It well, come out every time. <laughs> did I you think, ever do that successfully? You know who you know, you know who I punched the ball? I did it in practice and I couldn't believe it. I punched out Raheem Moster's ball with straight just he was coming Balls. on it. You see, yeah, super. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. I, let me, let me. It was crazy. Let me rewind that. It was crazy. Singular. I I forced a fumble in practice right. on Raheem Moser. There you go. Because I you punched it out. Punched and the he's ball tough out. as nails. You know, guy. these guys have made that look routine and easy. It yeah. is not. You know. I wonder if it's I wonder if contributing to that, obviously we talk about 
on defense everywhere. Guys are getting bigger, faster, stronger. Yeah. But we've seen a trend of a lot of kind of thinner quarterbacks who are not as no. strong and like the uh, one the ones in last night's game. Just yeah, they're, right. They're, Justin Field. Justin look at Bryce Young. Look at, but look at DTR. I mean that away. that video of DTR from a couple of weeks ago walking into the locker room wearing that jacket that's like seven sizes too big. <laughs> He's carrying a purse. I don't know what he was having. <laughs> it looked like he's carrying oh, a purse. I'm no, like, whoa, it's not what a, is this? It's That's a, a man. Purse. It's a man. It's a purse. Whatever it is, I'm like, what is happening? It's a man purse. It's a purse. <laughs> you know, you know, punching the football. You see, I'm, I'm with you. That, I saw that video and I'm like, that's our quarterback. <laughs> what is happening? That's our guy. It's the Cali swag, man. That's I that, know it is. That's that California stuff. It's the Metro. The younger guys are leaning, leaning into the Metro look. I'm not one of those. I'm what? not either. I'm <laughs> obviously 58. I'm way beyond that. But the younger, the younger set, man. They, I mean, would it be the greatest thing ever if I wore that outfit? No, 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 oh, no, bull, no, please. <laughs> no, 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 no. The man purse. We need to get the, the giant game. jacket <laughs> and get a walk-in shot. You yeah. know how the camera's always in the parking lot. <laughs> I, I'm gonna need get like a, a walk-in shot of bull coming in. With I'm that gonna coat. need like a size 8x jacket. Boy, that little purse is gonna be cutting into your meat. It's gonna be diagonal. <laughs> His oh whole, my yeah, my and boy, he had like these fancy bro. pants. Uh, listen, he's a million times more stylish than I am, but I just think it looks funny. Is it? That's our quarterback. Well, you know what? The commercial I love is the one with Von Miller, and they're oh and, yeah, and right. They got oh the yeah, because <laughs> those are the kind. That's what they're wearing. Yes, that's what they're coming to games with. Yeah. Let me ask you guys this question. So I don't know the status for DTR. He's obviously in concussion <laughs> protocol. We'll hopefully find out by Thursday if or if he'll be able to start or not. But if it is Joe Flacco. Let's just for the sake of this pretend Joe Flacco will be the Brown starter against the Rams. Mm-hmm. What do you guys envision or imagine a Joe Flacco-led offense with Kevin Stefanski calling the plays look like? Is it completely different than DTR? Does it go back to the Brissett playbook? What do you guys think this offense looks like if Joe Flacco is under center back against the, Los Angeles? Back to the Brissett playbook because they're, <laughs> they're pretty much about the same. You know, obviously he's still got the, the arm talent. He, yeah. The thing about him is he understands defenses. So mm-hmm. if you give him a game plan and you tell him, hey, Joe, on this drive, this is what we're trying to accomplish. You know, you're not necessarily worried about a guy that he can go one, two, to check down because he's so used to doing it. He can look at on the snap. He's going to look at that, that boundary safety boundary safety going to tell him where he's supposed to go with the yep. football. He's going to go one, two, three to check now. So it'll be a smooth thing. The only thing will be he don't have the chemistry with these wide receivers. So right. the timing of routes might be totally different. But as far as operating, getting the play in, making sure everybody's on the same page, he'll be the perfect guy for doing that because he's <clears> done that so long. I, I think he's fine for a game or two. I wouldn't want because Listen, Joe Flacco is pretty much washed, right? He's got a good probably game or two left in him. But after that, I mean, listen, he's going to go down the two. What he did against us last year. Man. Right. And, and then and after that, he crapped the bed. The I next think he had one games. good game after that, the yeah. very next one. But right. then it was and then that was it. But the, because that's where he is. But the career. same thing is, if even if Zach Wilson was in that position, he wouldn't have been able to win that game. So nope. Joe Flacco understands sure. defenses. He sure. understands what to do. So he'll know what to do. But I'm with you. I don't. I wouldn't go for the rest of the season. No. Let me let me give you an example. This is mm. the coldest example y'all ever gonna get. So just go ahead and just book it. Listen, if it's, it's like this, if you got an event right and you want somebody to come MC it and somebody cancel on you, right? Mm-hmm. They cancel <laughs> last moment. You can either go get Jay or Bull, right? You say, well, I don't agree with their opinions all the time. Doesn't matter. See, they've done enough shows where it don't matter what you can be at. They could be at a car lot. They could be at, a, at somebody's birthday party. They could be giving away raffle tickets. They know basically what the rundown is. I'm going to get to the title. Let me repeat. Let me get to my other different things and do my announcements. And they could come in sight unseen, don't even know what you're talking about. And because they got the experience level, they can make it go seamless. Like, that was a great job. Like, how long did you know you were going to do this? Five minutes ago. That's that's the Joe Flacco. If you want to go get somebody else, now no no disrespect. If you pull me up there, I'm like, look, I'm gonna give you five solid minutes and a bunch of analogies. You might want to get one of these two to do it. 
That's DTR. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to be out here. I'm freelancing. I'm going out here. Hey, I saw something over here. I'm rolling out of the pocket. Sometimes you don't want to be rolling out of the pocket like that. You need somebody that's going to give you A, B, C, D. And Joe Flacco going to give you that. He might not put 300 yards up, but he sure as heck will get you through the event. I wonder, though, and, and you sort of touched on it when you were making your points about, you know, he is going to go through. His, he's going to do a certain amount of things for you. Mm-hmm. I think that with the quarterbacks that we've had all being mobile, mm-hmm. we've Talk that made mobile game. what is not a great offensive line look pretty good. Mm-hmm. Because let's face it, the, we've got parts of this offensive line that in moments have been wildly exposed, particularly last week. Yeah, the tackles. Yes, the tackles. particularly last yeah. week. My question is, with a statue back there, we, we might – shine a glaring light on what's oh, yeah. been a problem, but we've put a band-aid on it because our quarterbacks can slide in the pocket. They can get out and run. Mm-hmm. They can they can do things that Joe Flacco is not capable of doing. Well, this is it's not just any statue. This is like a six foot five statue. Thirty eight year old statue. Yeah. True. Yeah. He I makes Jacoby Brissett look even Big Ben yeah. was able to shake yeah. it off though. You know, yeah, you know, that's yeah, why he, could, he, could he didn't shake it, it off as yeah, well at the end of his career. That's true. That is that's it. That's that is why Tyvis, you gonna turn around and do this. <laughs> Run. Turn around and do this. Well, I think where you where you're really in trouble with what you're suggesting is if you get in third and long situation, or if you fall down and you're 14 right. points. Now, now everybody knows if, you're if you're in a point where Joe Flacco, you know they're throwing the ball, yeah. that's a problem. Look what out. you gonna do? You got to avoid those situations as best as you can. What you gonna do is you gonna take your two favorite players on this team. David Njoku and Harrison Bryant. By the way, y'all might need to look into trading up for Brock Bowers. The dude would be a stud in this offense. Anyways, you you go listen. Oh my goodness! (laughs) You want to hand off? You want to? You want to catch somebody by surprise? Imagine Brock Bowers in them grave digger positions. You fake the run and then hand it off to Brock Bowers. Kevin Stefanski Stefanski would go crazy. He'd be the best coach ever. Anyway, that's not the point. But you're going to take your tight ends, you're going to put them in them grave digger positions right, right next to those tackles, and they're going to do their chip, and then they're going to release. The chip's going to buy him just an extra second. Yes, it's going to be people that can't get out in the routes, but those chippers usually become their check down guys. And so, Joe will find those chippers. Exactly. So I think that's how you address, you know, a line that's not there, that, okay. that's not all the way together. So, so let me ask y'all this. If <laughs> devil's advocate, Joe comes out, Throw 300 yards. Big boom, 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 <laughs> ball down the field. This is crazy getting the ball out. We even see a deep ball or two, right? Oh, my God. He can win this job. 100%. <laughs> what, he can win it week to week. Would, as would much that as mean I, DTR is 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 you going to roll with Flacco after I, that? I think yeah. If he plays great, if you'd he, have if to. He, if he looked like he did against the Browns, what were his numbers? Yeah, I, I don't know that, that he plays great until Browns? the end of that game, but I, I don't, I don't – Well, he didn't do much until the end. Yeah. But Wait the fourth a quarter, he lit the Browns' defense up. Let's, yeah, be, let's be realistic about this. At this point, the way that this team is – Yeah, we'll take anything we that get, looks good. We, we hobble into that finish line. We <laughs> got to get to 10. Like, I, by, I don't care who it is. Yeah. We, if he's the best option, we getting 10 wins. We didn't come too far not to get 10 wins this season. What was Joe last year against the Browns? Against the Browns last season, Joe Flacco threw for 307 yards, four touchdowns, and no interceptions. Jeez. <laughs> he do that. And if you go to week I'm going two, to buy a jersey. He, did, he had a pretty good week two also, or week three. That so was that was week two. Game. In week three, Jay... Oh, this is this year. Hold on, let me get to uh, last year's And schedule. then I think he went downhill. He he do that. He fumbled a bunch last year, too. That's not going to be on the three. Against the Bengals the following week, Jay, Joe Flacco, not, not, not good. Not what do you do in week one? In week one, he, I mean, he threw for 300 yards, but he threw two interceptions, okay. no touchdowns. Okay. In week one, they lost to Baltimore 300 yards on 60 attempts. Dang. One touchdown, one interception. Attempts. So yeah. he did Who have he, 300 Kobe? yards passing in his first three games. <laughs> Two ninety seven in week three, but yeah, okay. essentially, it's pretty impressive. But the we can do without the interceptions. 60. And you're right, Paul. I remember he he lost a lot of fumbles there. And yeah. I was like, yeah, we got to go to Zach. Since leaving Baltimore, in the four years he's been out of Baltimore, he has twenty touchdowns, nineteen turnovers. Not good. But it's a lot better than P.J. Walker. <laughs> well, boy. <laughs> That's a shame. Yeah. And, you know. Boy. Y'all not going to act like Phillip is not 2-1. Actually, to be truthful, they might need to go get another quarterback. Phillip sucks too. ass, man. No offense. <laughs> yeah, they might. A little, it's, that's a little crass. I apologize, Phillip. 
But uh, they may he's need just to. not good. He shouldn't be on an NFL roster, let alone Wow. They, they, no, you they got to get that far? Yeah. They yeah. got to go get somebody else. <laughs> you said he not NFL roster worthy? Mm, mm, Jay. No. Jay, no, you, no. you the voice of reason. He's not. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all Listen. I mean, do you want the numbers, Tyvis? Yeah, give us the touchdowns to, to there, turnovers. No. Yeah, so Let for me. his career, for his career, which, mind you, is four seasons now, he has started uh, nine games. Yep. And he's played 21. So he's played in 21 games. He has six touchdowns, 16 interceptions. He's completing 52% of his passes. And his rushing numbers, when you add in the fumbles, he has eight fumbles. He's lost six of them. So okay, he has six what, touchdowns. But what's his 20, record, though? So six, six touchdowns six. and 24 turnovers. But what's his record, though? Well, 22, because he didn't lose two of them. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, 22. 22. He is technically That's much better. five and four as a starter, six and four if you include the Indi- Indianapolis game this year, which wasn't a start, but he played the majority. Yeah, but he there. didn't he win any of those games. <laughs> I'm, I'm agree with you, Bull. For the record, yeah, I'm on your side. I'm just games. giving Tyvis the ass I mean, numbers. you got six touchdowns and 22 turnovers. That's, a, that's insane. That's, that's, that's like, what What are we doing here? That's like, that's, it is, man. That, 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 that NFL, mean, y'all said, not even the NFL roster, not even the third guy. No. He's a, no, he's an independent God. contractor. No. Day to day. So you telling me it's always nice to have a guy that can at least go in and run the offense. I mean, at this point, they're not going to cut him. Probably, Allegedly, but like, I mean, I just can't, you can't turn it over. That, I, I mean, that, you can't, that's a recipe to you lose can't game. turn it and over. And he comes in, and it's like he, <laughs> he turned it right over. He even knows, like he he sees it in his heart. He's like, hey, yo, I'm giving one of these balls up. <laughs> G Bush used the, it. G used the best analogy yesterday, Tyvis. You weren't here, but he said watching PJ Walker play quarterbacks like watching a two year old carry around a sippy cup. <laughs> yeah, don't know when he's going to drop it, good. but you know at some it's point coming it's out of his hands. You know a lot about that, there, yeah, Tyvis. Yeah, you're right. right. You know about that. That's you know so how picking up, up behind them two year olds. White carpet. Oh, listen, all on the, all on your With cherry Kool Aid in the middle <laughs> the middle dining room. Whoa, whoa! And how old is your niece, G? Oh, she's like two, two and some change. Change. Doing change. Yeah. And uh yeah. Soupy cups go down. No, nah, she we, they done got her no, off the soupy cups. She's the only child. <laughs> so they, they they put her on the, that, that accelerator program. <laughs> you know the first child is always advanced. Yeah, they now, are. Now when they get to the other I, couple. They get all the attention. Yeah. All of it. By the time you're down to three or four, you're like, hey, hey, hey have you checked out little Billy lately? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, he over there. Guys, he here's good. the question. It, it, for for you, I'll I'll uh, and I'll, I'll give you my opinion as well. For DT, are we all in agreement that we're playing DTR if he clears? Yes. Yes. No matter when it happens? Yes. Yes. If he clears on Saturday, you stick him with DTR. Yes. I am. Yes. He should be familiar enough with the offense by now, and it's not live bullets for the first time (laughs) in the Baltimore game, that we should be okay, in my view. I agree. Now, now here's the thing. But I I believe DTR needs a personalized plan. When he, like if he can't practice his plan, that's a problem. Like if he can't what about practice this, that, G? what about this? So if Flacco takes all the practice reps all week, which would yep. be the case if he's cleared Saturday, right? Yeah. And the coaching staff says, "Wow, this guy is a pro. He's grasped it. His arm looks good. There was good timing with he and the main receivers." Then do you go with Flacco? Yeah, because here, here's my thing. I said this before. This is musical chairs. I don't care if I got to play all three of them in the game. Yeah, uh, I got to get three wins. If, oh, if I, t- I can take you out quarter to quarter, they all like Tyvis and me was talking about this on the barbershop. I've never seen the ro- substitute tackles. Me either. Yeah, I've no, never seen rotating. I, I tackles. can't believe. I we cannot believe earlier this year. Though. I cannot believe that they're doing that. But why? I, I had brought up the idea earlier this year that because the defensive linemen are being in and out so much. They're fresh-legged in the fourth quarter. The offensive line is going every single play. Why not interchange them? One of them's good on pass rush. One of them's good on... But it could give away... Because it's telling what's going on. I can, but obvious passing downs, you're third and 14, you're throwing. I wonder... I think they're just doing it because... DeJuan is not not fully healthy. That's exactly why. Or James Hudson can't... He can't block a soul. I, I can't believe that they're, that that's they're, they're getting away. I wonder with if that I'm will continue this week. We haven't seen it earlier, and I wouldn't be surprised if <laughs> but it we doesn't don't become know. norm. By the way, we don't know Moving that other forward. teams are not doing it. We're not watching. No, are you yes, watching I mean, offensive line yes, closely. Yes. I haven't seen anybody. Do I haven't it, noticed but, it either. But, 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 but 
You're right. When, when I'm watching a game that doesn't involve the Browns, I'm not looking at the personnel There's package. Right. Well, and how would you like I, the, the offensive linemen all look the same? How would I? How would I know? This ain't the Pro Bowl. There's four things the Browns do that nobody else does. They rotate the tackles. <laughs> they got a guard playing fullback and tight end. They, I like that though. No, they're, other teams do that. Yeah. But, but he starts though. I would tell them, listen, when we re up. Yeah. You got to give me some extra he money. He ain't playing tight end. <laughs> he now. playing tight end, no, bro. He, he I seen him out there like this. He ain't running no routes. He ain't running no routes. He reports as eligible. He, he does, does report as eligible. <laughs> he he's offense. I wouldn't put it past him to catch a touchdown. Yeah, but you know, offensive I, I, lineman I, is eligible all the time around here. I, I bet you. Yeah, yeah. I bet you money that he they're going to throw him a ball. Oh, it's coming. Oh, it's coming. I got no problem with that. That's Who's the Who's the tackle for the – Eagles, three hundred and eighty-nine pounds. The dude from Jordan Minnesota, Davis. I forget his name. No, the no. one who dove. Mylotta. Jordan Mylotta. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. Jimmy Christmas. And did anybody watch the Florida game? Well, yep. they had the defensive tackle that's four twenty. Four sixty. They said on the front. Four sixty. Oh goodness gracious. This dude. He wears number twenty-one too, which is hysterical. I know he does. It looks so funny because it looks like a skills position. Looks like a quarterback number. He is skilled. What was Jordan Jordan Davis for the Eagles that got from Georgia? He's like 360. What does Dewan Jones weigh? He's got to be close to 400 pounds. He's like 379. No way. He weighed in at 379. You're telling me that guy weighs 30 pounds more than me? Well, he's weighed in. I know he's way taller. He's weighed in at 378. That guy's 400 pounds. You guys, we're going to do a little grading the PFF grade. We're going to do a little different this weekend. If you were in the chat watching. We appreciate your support on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. If you could do us a favor, hit the like button. And if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button. Hit the subscribe button. It goes wonders and does wonders to get this content out to everyone who wants to enjoy Browns content, Cavs content, Guardians content, Ohio State content. You name it, we're talking about it. And if you hit the like button for us, we would very, very, very much appreciate that. So, guys, you have your whiteboards. And here's how we're going to do it this time. I'm going to give you a player, and before I show you what PFF graded them, I want to know what you would have graded said player. These are only major guys, no... My new guys who only played 15, 20 snaps. But let's start with JOK. What would you guys give JOK for his performance against the Denver Broncos? A 90.6, an 83 from J. Because they're, they're always – I would give him a 90. No, that's what he's – that's Jeep the question. I'm guessing what and he, Bull. We're guessing what they gave him. What, 82. Yeah, he did, what they he gave did him. get – uh, he got a couple I, times in the run. He, got, he, he did, he did yeah. overcommit a, a couple minute. times. So. I thought you said it's what we well, What we thought. No, I would give him a 90. No, 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 I'm no, no, guessing no, no. PFF give, gives him an 80. Oh, well, I, I want you supposed to, to do what we would grade them. Okay. No, oh, okay. you would personally okay. grade them. Oh, okay. I would give him a oh, okay. You would grade J, okay? Oh, we right, dude. I, I give him an 82.7. I thought it was the best game. 90, 91. Boy, you said 87 now? 82.7. 82.7. We're actually going to give a point to the person who gets closest here. This is even a game, but we're going to make it a game. Okay. So, you got the scores? Let's see the reveal. JOK graded out at 93.6. Wow. The highest game of his career. The second highest linebacker grade for him. of That's any player. That's basically 100. Right? <laughs> Dang. You're right. Uh, hey, On their curve, yeah. it's almost a perfect hey, game. Yeah, I mean. Hey, and I was just watching. I said, oh, he's the only one making plays today. Yeah, he, he was. Like a pro bowl. Yeah, he he's the only he one fantastic. making plays. That's he why I'm telling you, I think he a Hey, man, DeQuell, hey, man, you've been I doing good. I don't know because I haven't seen the other one. I'm not paying this close attention, but no, I don't. You don't think Shout so? out no. to DeQuell Jackson, man. You know, I, I motivated I, No, DeQuell is behind the scenes working with him. He might be <laughs> having them on the jugs. He behind, yeah, listen, give him another raise too, Cleveland. He I see great. you. How did, what, what's wacky about JOK is in his first two years, and he wasn't bad as a rookie, but he wasn't this good. He seemed to have no instincts at all. And now he seems to well, have all the instincts. Isn't that what DeQuell said, though? DeQuell said he's thinking he's playing yeah. with this yeah. instead of Not this. Not anymore. Yeah. He was the Butkus winner. I mean, coming out of Notre Dame, he, he was highly thought of. I think he did. Oh, I think God. he was a finalist. I don't think he won. Oh, uh, maybe he check. did. I'll double check. Just, well, I, even if he I was, thought he was the Butkus Even winner. if he was a finalist, it's, yeah, it means you I were mean, really good. Yeah, he was one best. When you watch him, he don't even – he's so fast. Oh, he did win it. I thought he, he did. Yeah, I thought he. Listen, he, he's so fast. He don't even have to, to to engage blockers. I saw him run around somebody and get skinny like this, and then tackle somebody. Well, G. Bush, you're in luck because guess we on Coach Tyvis on Friday, breaking down JOK and how he did exactly what you just said. Got skinny and avoided a couple blocks to make some plays in the back. <laughs> is, of the is, let me ask Tyvis a question. Tyvis, 
can the defensive coordinator change have that kind of impact on a player? Yes. You make it, it. You make the game very simple for them, and that's what they've done. They, they, they and say, that's what the quote said he was doing wrong. It was overcomplicated. Yeah, that's Listen true. To me, I, this game is about reading. Read, your react. Keys. It's read your keys. Your keys don't lie. So for me, as a safety, I would look at the tight end. I have man to man on the tight end. If that's if that tight end blocks down for one second, go right now. It ain't no you good. If he releases, then you got to pass. Like you know what it is. <laughs> If your keys will never lie to you, and I think it's to the point where Jim Schwartz was like, Jay, okay, this is what you look. You look at this dude right here. He's going to tell you everything you need to know. If you're wrong, I don't care. Just go as hard as you can. And so far, he's been right. He looks, he sees the block, he gone. It's not, it's not a, even I a think thought. That's, that's a great analogy. And what it tells me is we've got an offensive line coach that does the same thing. Dewan Jones, remember, came in. No one thought he was ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's turned this chunk of clay into a baller. Same thing on defense. JOK was good. He was better his first year. Yeah. And then we saw this huge regression it was where, a lot of- where DeQuell, who knows him <coughs> as well as anyone, said he would release him. It was then a- you get a new coordinator <laughs> come in, and I don't, I'm not saying he's playing at a Pro Bowl level. He looked like a Pro Bowler Sunday. Yeah. Hey, they are, they, they it- are one linebacker away. If they are one impact linebacker away Sorry. on the other side from them – Truly being so they like San Francisco's defense. Oh, it, it, so they should get Shaq Leonard. And what? again, and again, you have teams Probably. like Philly that oh, why Philly always signs these Probably. guys. Like, they why, do. Why yeah, are the do. Browns not looking at Shaq? You're Leonard. right about Philly. Philly always they always grab guys. these San guys. Francisco do too. Look what they did in the draft. They were already defensive line rich. They went out and got the best defensive yeah. lineman available after they got and, Jordan Davis. It was like we yeah. want your teammate, and he failed to like. I did not. I'm laughing 10 or something. Ten. I'm like, this dude Although, was projected first pick, like, for Although the whole oddly, year. Yeah. Oddly, the Eagles defense hasn't been as good this year, but. And, I think they're playing <clears throat> bored. They can't cover. I think they're playing bored. You think they're bored? I, well, they're not going to be bored this week because no, they're, they're not. playing San Francisco. But the reason and I it's say beef. Is because I watched Sunday's game, and they were sleepwalking through the first half, mm. and it looked like they were going to take the L. And then all of a sudden, That's when push came to shove, I guess the Buffalo team is pretty good. Yeah. They just. Clicked it in, and they looked great in fourth quarter and overtime. All right, let's get to our next PFF grade. Let's do DTR. Okay. What would you grade DTR for his performance against the Denver Broncos? Me personally. You personally, and we'll see who's closest to to what PFF actually graded out the rookie quarterback. A 41 for Jay, a 71.8 for G, a 47.5 for Tyvis, and Bull with a 61.5. Someone's pretty damn close. One of you four is pretty damn close. The actual answer, according to PFF, in terms of their grading system, was a 58.2. Bulls the closest. Wow. All right. With this point. Yeah. I gave him a 71. I thought he was we decent. Because they dropped, they, dropped, they dropped the football on him a couple I times. I thought he was decent. Yeah, they and definitely dropped yeah. the <clears throat> That's true. He did have a lot of drops. And, 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 if, and, and some of those, if you catch them, there's a couple of them, like the one the one he fit into a crazy window with David and Joker. Oh, that was a brilliant throw. If he catches that and run, he has run after the catch on that one. He yeah. had a ton of room to yeah. run. Yeah, but he threw it down, right? He had yeah. to go down to get the ball, and it took him off his stride. Yeah, yeah. And God, he, he would have kept he would have <coughs> for a long time. He threw the touchdown pass. I thought he did a good job of putting some air on the touchdown pass. The linebacker got his hands in real like the late last second he, he to knock the ball. He gotta have it. But he's gotta have it, right? He gotta, yeah. gotta have it. I thought they Next yeah. Mike. Next up is Cedric Tillman. The rookie made his first legitimate appearance for the Browns this season. Couple catches, fifty five uh, yards. How would you grade the rookie? Quite. A seventy two. Tyvis a seventy nine point eight. Jay went seventy two. Bull and G are still giving <laughs> their answers. 56.9 for G, and Bull is at an 81, an 81.3. One of you guys is going to be the closest. I'm doing the mental math, and we have a new winner here. Jay Crawford's the closest. He graded out at a 68.2, mm-hmm. and his pass blocking grade. That's solid. I'm not sure if he pass blocked in any plays, but he had 21.9 man, pass blocking grade, Ooh, which he had five could have dropped it down a little bit. Catches, I, I mean, yeah. oof. I graded him on a curve. I, I, because I've seen so little, I probably elevated it a little right, bit more. Yeah, this is why PFF based did on, to me. Based on what him, Cedric Tillman, I'm ready to say that uh, David Bell is not good. He's, yeah, he's, we can punt on David we, Bell. We, he, he's now the new Anthony Schwartz. It's yeah, time for him no, to get up right. out here. Bell, we Bell's can punt a, on David a Bell. shot. Tillman, now you have hope. <laughs> right. Yeah, now right. you have hope. For, 
far from a sure thing. You're right, but but Bell just looks he looks the part. To yeah, me. yeah, David. Sorry. He, he, he made got, he, he made his. David Bell has not had a game in two in a year and a half. Clean scratches. Too. Obviously, Schwartz did not play at all. No, no, but he's been a healthy scratch. Oh, really? I think one time was yeah. it last year or this year. He I wasn't no healthy. I got. I, I'm on the been. dang Ooh. thing. He been oh, in, David Bell. He been David Bell. No, I think Tillman was earlier. In Tillman was. A, he was a healthy scratch. This Tillman year. was. What about I don't think Bell year? was. I don't remember. I last year. Year. Bell probably was last year. Yeah. It don't even matter. His production is a healthy scratch. You know that's what? So, in, in, in that's the, the new NBA gentleman's punch. Yeah, it is. <laughs> no, zero box score and then Listen a to DNP. Me. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Listen, y'all going to stop it. This is why that's a new we ain't going to get no Browns players <laughs> to come on this punt. show if y'all going to continuously talk about them like this. What you mean? Are you kidding? We compliment plenty of guys. What? I just I just say they got the production. Tyvis, how many how many guys have been getting on the show so far? None. The Browns. <laughs> David Bell is not at like they're the lining up at our door to come on the Browns friendly show. We'll see. We'll see about that. <laughs> you supposed to be getting the players. It's your job to lie to them. Listen, Browns haven't, Browns haven't helped us season. get any players. No. I don't no, bother no. players in season. I will tell you this. Every Browns player we've had on, I said they'll come back. We've had Greg on three times now, and every yeah. time he comes on, he's and just we, as much yeah. as and I Greg, doing Give so. it to him. Greg got tough skin. Bull asked him some crazy questions <laughs> the last time he was here. <laughs> Heard you was in club, dog. <laughs> he did. 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 <laughs> I'm like, dang, this, this is after he got his whip took. I was like, dang, Bull, Bull ain't playing with nobody. Yep. I said, he's a journalist. I got deep sources on that. Has David Bell been on the injury report? I don't think David Bell's been on the injury report. Then he's been a healthy scratch two games this year. Well, the game log says he's only played nine games. I don't remember him being hurt and no. missing time with an injury. So, no. my educated guess, he has actually don't nine targets in like. nine games. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't pick him out. No, for real. If he walked by the street, I wouldn't know. He wears black, spot, black cleats. <laughs> right, I Did, wasn't he at the town hall thing? Yeah, he was at that, – that, that's a miss on us. I he was at know. Feed the Need, and we just didn't even know he was. If we they, didn't even notice him. If, no, no <laughs> listen, McNuggets is right. We were going around asking the players that were there – and McNuggets texted me at later in the day. He must have saw a picture on social media, and he goes, "Yo, you know David Bell was there, and we didn't even notice him." <laughs> he walked like past us twenty five times. Him and PJ so Walker is the yeah. same I person. I wish we would have. I would have interviewed him. <laughs> I would have too. Person. It's the same cat. By the way, like ten years ago, the name of the wide receiver is not coming to me. It was, it was a, Browns had this little tiny wide receiver, Corey Coleman. Nah, it wasn't a high draft pick. He might have been an undrafted free agent, but it was a little guy. And one time he came into the studio. Shane and Wynn. I didn't. We didn't know he was going to be there. Thought he was an intern. And I thought it was some high school kid. Shane Wynn. No, I know the name of somebody. I feel like G. You'll get it out of Cedric Steptoe. Somebody? No, somebody from like twenty. Good. good probably twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen. Wow. Someone around. Ooh, there. they had a couple of them. He was playing with Josh Gordon. Oh, I, a little tiny guy. The name's on the tip of my tongue, but I can't. It wasn't Hawkins because you know Hawkins. No, no, yeah, I know no. Hawkins. Hawkins White guy. No well, black let's guy. Do, let, let's do the next one and see if yeah. it comes to your bowl. So if it comes. How about to Miles me? Garrett? Playing with a hurt shoulder for part of the game, what would you grade Miles Garrett for his performance against Denver? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Yeah, I ain't seen much, man. I did neither, man. I thought the Broncos did a wonderful job scheming him. A 79 We're all pretty for close Jay, so far. A 77, yeah. an Ooh. 80, and a 69. You guys are all off on this one. I'm just telling you. Really? But G's going to be the closest. Miles graded out at a 58-point. Yeah, Garrett Bowles, by game, the way, the left tackle for the Denver Broncos, had his best, highest-graded game of the season. What was that? How would he go? A 77. By he, the way, who wanted to trade for him, Mike? You did. Uh, one Adam the Bull. Well, what's funny is, I, mean, I remember the conversation. Uh, yeah. Bull was saying, they're out of it. Their season's over. Go get them. Yeah, it's true. Right. And then he I was, was wrong about that part. And then, man, <laughs> Well, he would have looked good in this offense. That man. Travis Benjamin. 
Yes. That's I think it was. <laughs> Let me see his picture. You got a picture? Yeah, dreads. I think. Uh, no, uh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Locks. It was not Travis Benjamin. Was it, no. Was it Devon Best? No. Devon Best. Oh, we know who that is. <laughs> Devon hey, Best boom. like lost his mind, right? Yeah. Was it Josh Cooper? No, not Josh Cooper. You're talking about Gabe something. I know you're talking no, about. No, it wasn't Gabe. Taylor Gabriel. No. That is a little guy. I don't we, know. We've had him, haven't we? <laughs> oh, God, yes. We've had him. We'll figure it out eventually. Hey, Go ahead, Mike. Why Next. can't this organization figure that position out? <laughs> it's just, it's I'm brutal. Trying, I got to know now. It's brutal. It's not like it's the second or third most important position I, in the sport. I, I mean, we have not had If, if Pot had been legal 10 years earlier, we would have had him. We would have had Josh Gordon. <laughs> I mean, that's so true, man. That sucks, man. We had now he had other issues. We had, Bra- but still, we had Braylon Edwards for one year. When you look at it, this is how bad it is. What's the tight end that we? Uh, he's he's like in our top ten for top ten seasons. Ben, Gary Barnage. Oh, Gary Barnage is God, in the top ten for Cleveland Browns seasons of recept- receptions and yards all time. Wow. Where's is Ozzy's got to be in there? He's, Ozzy's too. in there too. So two of two, our top two, ten two, pass receivers are tight ends. Sure, it's Gary Barnage and not uh. It's Gary Barnage. What's his name? The guy who had two first names. Well, and Joku's probably in there now. Yeah. Who's no? The, Gary Barnage had like a thousand yards. They had like a sure. white tight end that had two first names. People used to screw it up. Jordan Cameron. Austin. Jordan, Jordan Cameron. Cameron. Yeah, Jordan Cameron. That's right. All right, we there have was one a Cam more. Jordan also yes, on Miami. Go ahead. Man. Remember, we Evan, have one Evan, more before Evan, we bring in um, Mary Kay. Evan was his name. Evan Moore. Evan, Evan oh, Moore. I loved Evan Moore. Oh, I thought he was going to be the next. I thought guy. he was going to be. He's great. a unicorn. He was. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was going to be great. All right, we have one more before we bring in Mary Kay, who's yeah. going to join us from LA. But this uh, this next one comes from Kyle Brenner. <laughs> Kyle Brenner, you guys got to grade the drip here. Let's see tag board full. Grade the drip on Bull's walking outfit coming into the stadium <laughs> the other day. Oh my God! That is phenomenal. It's my purse. Hey. So oh my God! Hey. I, t- I take it. Oh. Hey, I take it back, dude. I'm looking. I'm looking great right there. I'm giving myself a ten. Is that a b- <laughs> ten out of ten? That- Clean shaven too. <laughs> so Kyle's watching the show. He just emailed me this. And, oh, I uh, love it, Kyle. I, I had to add it, and it worked out perfect. So That's shout out to good. Kyle Brennan. Ba- like, is that Celine or Balenciaga? I actually yeah. got full. Your legs are getting That's thin. Bro. I know. It, it's uh, it's Bo, will you tweet this if I, t- if I text it to you? Tweet this <laughs> What's out? that? If I tweet this to you, text it to you, tweet it out. Make it your profile picture. Yeah, I'm not making my profile picture. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I'm not going to go that far. But I, I'll tweet it out. Not, not by, during the show. But by I'll the way, you're no, right. GTR might get mad at that. that. I love that. That That is definitely 75% purse. <laughs> that is not a purse. Yeah. That's a purse. That that's is a, a, it's a, a okay. I'm it's all right with that. Bag. No, 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 it's a purse because yeah, it doesn't yeah, have a shoulder strap. Yeah. No yeah. strap at all. Cut it's never a shoulder one. strap. It's a, a, that's a it's double okay bag, if he wants man. to have a purse. I'm not a judge, it's but it's a purse. It's each their own. That's a duffel bag. I'm not about to sit here and let y'all do that. A duffel bag has a Gucci. What's the brand? Louis. That's Louis. That's Louis, bro. That is not a duffel bag. I think that's Gucci, but we could ask our fashion aficionado. What does what Mary Kay think about this? Do I look good? We're going to bring Mary Kay in one sec. But Mary Kay today is brought to us by FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time than right now to get in on the action. The app is simple to use, and you can bet on literally anything you can think of, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS to kick off the NFL season. That is FanDuel.com slash UCSS. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL, an official partner of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.